This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Monday morning, hoping all is well with you out there today, as always. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about the conundrum that comes up whenever I am talking to someone who doesn't know much about Kratom. And the conundrum is basically the conversation itself. How do I go about this? Because the problem is, well, there's many problems. The problem is that there's many problems. (laughs) So let's kind of hack into those. One of the problems is that I don't want to sound like I know all and the person I'm talking to knows none, right? I don't want to be the person who seems like they are the authority on the subject This other person doesn't know anything and should just listen to me spout information. Because as I've, you know, definitely confirmed in the past, not through doing that, but through doing the opposite, the opposite works better. If you don't end up talking as if you know everything and this person is crazy for thinking anything else. I've never done that, but I've definitely found that talking less actually works better. So I've done the opposite, and I think it's worked out really well for me in my conversations. I could talk a little bit about that, but I'm going to talk about all these problems first a little bit. So that's one of them. I don't want to seem like I'm, um, you know, the the all-knowing person here. The second problem, the second problem, I think, is that the information about Kratom is scant because the research into Kratom is scant. I mean, it's, it's like I keep on, whenever I look into something about Kratom and I'm trying to find, like, research papers about it, I come across similar, the same research papers over and over again. It's not that they aren't good papers or, you know, bad papers or whatever. You're always going to find good and bad research papers on things and biased and not biased, but like, you know, not big enough sample size, all that stuff. It it fits all the categories of any research papers that I'm looking into. It's just the same ones, you know, come up often because there just aren't many. It's kind of like a new field in a lot of ways. I know some people have been looking into this for a while and I've definitely learned that as I started doing this podcast, I've heard from from some people about a few different people at different universities and doctors and people who have been studying this for a while or at least longer than I ever thought they were. But that said, um, those people's names keep popping up too. <laughs> like those, those doctors, those scientists, those people at those universities, I keep coming across their names too because it's not this huge field that everyone's looking into, the study of Kratom science. However, it is starting to head that way. So it's like the potential's there for information and true, like, you know, a lot of well-backed scientific, like, evidence of insert here, insert there. But no one can claim without the FDA's approval that it can help with any specific human ailment. And it's also not technically a supplement. So it's like, no matter what you're trying to cite when it comes to Kratom, it's usually going to be like some research paper that unless you're a sciencey person and nerdy or if you're like kind of nerdy and you like science but you're not really like 
good at understanding any of it like me, <laughs> unless you're like any of those people, <laughs> then you're not going to end up reading through it and you're not going to end up understanding what the paper says. Um, so that's like the second problem I see is like the information really is scant when it comes to Kratom. I guess that extends to the third problem, which is that like a lot of the types of Kratom people don't even agree on. Like what is Mangda? Tell me what is Mangda? Every, everybody has a different answer to that. And I'm like, what the heck? What do you, <laughs> that was one of the most confusing things to me when I started doing this show and looking into things and when I discovered Green Mang Da was like one of my favorite types of Kratom and I looked into it and there's like four different definitions of Mang Da and it's like well generally it might be a combination of red and green and dried in this way I'm like how do we not know what a specific type is and then someone's like well it's not a type I mean it like Mang Da means pimp grade or something like that it's just it's not actually a type of Kratom and then someone else writes in and they're saying well, you know, stop talking about the the strains of Kratom. They're not strains, they're varieties. And you can talk about the vein color if you want, but that doesn't really matter in a lot of cases. I'm like, oh my God. So it's like, we can't even necessarily agree on what a type of Kratom is and how it might differ from another in another vendor's place if it's picked at the same time, dried in the same way, but you know, one factor is different. I don't know what the factor is. I mean, it's like, it's kind of confusing me. I'm, I'm pleading total ignorance here because, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this, but from what I can tell, people don't agree on a lot of things when it comes to creative <laughs> and through no fault of anyone's own. It's just information I think is fairly scant on this. And also branching off of that, most of the uh, pieces of information that you'll find when you search creative information online it's either going to be FDA or DEA cited, in which case they're going to be saying that there's no medical use for it. There's no good reason to ever have it and it shouldn't really be a thing, um, you know, but we don't want to look into it to find out if that's the case or not. <laughs> Just trust us. Or you're going to come to information that's provided by like Kratom vendors and sponsored articles. And it says things that it's really not supposed to say. It'll say like Kratom yellow, you know, whatever, Bali is perfect for curing um, restless leg syndrome and depression. And if you're looking for some good yellow vein Bali, click here. And then it goes to a website and it happens to be the same sponsor of that article, you know? Oh, big surprise. I learned that lesson as well. It's like all these articles are sponsored. So how much can you trust those? And by the way, just to make a quick note, since the FDA and you know, since the FDA hasn't approved of Kratom as, as a drug in the United States, you cannot make those claims. So I'm just pointing that out. I'm not making those claims. That was an example. But there you go. Another example. I can't even <laughs> come up with a with a fake example without feeling the need to, to put that disclaimer there. So talking to someone about Kratom right away, if they don't know much about it, all those thoughts go through my head. And I really do mean that all of those thoughts go through my head very quickly. So I'm trying to think to myself, have they looked into it? Have they seen any news reports about it? Did they look at the FDA's website? Did they look at some Reddit page and find all these people talking about using absurd amounts of it? Or another Reddit page where people were talking about how it's ruined their lives and broken up relationships and they're addicted. Or another Reddit page where people are saying it's absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Everyone can just cry and go home if they don't like it. And you're crazy if you think that it can harm anyone. And it's like with all that information out there and those opinions, 
how what's this person's opinion on this going into this conversation? You know, that's also something I kind of think about in a flash. And I guess I've already gone through this thought process before in a long way. So I kind of just like my memory takes a quick glance and, and, and sees that thought process I've already gone through and is like, all right, go. So it's hard to start a conversation and get through it with all that going on in the back of my mind. And I also find that when I start talking about it, there's a real, I have a real hesitancy around talking much when it comes to talking about Kratom. Because I think that if there's any sort of potential for getting across the fact that this plant is not straightforwardly like, you know, is basically heroin or is basically, you know, coffee (laughs) without having that be the takeaway point. How do I get across the fact that this is like a complex plant, just like any other? And coffee is too. Why are we taking that for granted? You know? And why do we think that that's just fine? (laughs) And why do we think the Kratom isn't? But like at the same time, not be condescending, not be the sort of person that's like talking so long and about something so much and, you know, that maybe it would come across as I'm too passionate about it. You know, why should this person be, they're probably going to like tune me out because they see, oh, this person's passionate about this thing. I'm not really going to get into it. So I have to like always try not to do that too so what i end up doing is and i don't think this is like the key i don't think i have like the right answer to how to do this but i think that from my own experience talking about it this has helped me i've usually like if someone's like oh families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, what's that that you have if I have it out, which isn't often. Or if it's like, you know, started by them. Like, oh, someone told me that you know about Kratom or you take it. You know, what's your thought on blah, blah, blah. You know, I... I try to not make it a big deal or a big thing because at the end of the day, I think that's what it all comes down to. I just want to see Kratom for what it is, learn, you know, where it's not safe and where it is and where it's helpful and where it isn't, and and just let all the pieces fall into place because who's got a point to prove? Not me. So, you know, they ask me a question and I say, oh, you know, it is what it is. So I'll say, yo, this is Kratom or... Um, yeah, I know, but yeah, I, I take Kratom, you know, somewhat often or frequently, like every every week I'll probably have it once or twice to, to two or three times, depending on the week. And sometimes I won't have it for a while. Sometimes I'll have it more and then leave it at that and see if they're still curious. You know, if they ask, well, what is that in your hand? I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's Kratom and just keep going about my day. Now, if they're curious, they usually and they usually are. They say, well, oh, I've heard about that or what's that? And if they're asking, you know, they're saying, oh, you use it, you know, it can branch off in a lot of directions. Like, don't you know that I've heard that that's like really dangerous or I don't really know about that, but it's, you know, isn't that like something in smoke shops or whatever? Um, I'll, I'll kind of like try and divert, not divert it, like, you know, uh, in a non-transparent way, more like I just keep it real. I just say this is what it is. It's Kratom. It's, yeah, it's in smoke shops. Um, I don't really 
like to get those because I don't really trust the companies that are selling them there. And I don't think there's enough oversight or regulation on that. Um, I like to get it from a few different companies online because I know exactly how they're, you know, where they get it from. And, and then I leave it. You know, I could get into like, well, they do third party testing and they dry it in a certain way or they know the, the people who are growing it in Indonesia. <laughs> you know, like I'm not I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to say that. So um, it, I think that's like the key. It could go in a direction where it seems like I'm just talking about way too much. And their main question is basically unsaid, which is that should I be doubting this thing or am I wrong? And, and underneath that, the underlying question, can I trust you to tell me? That's kind of where it all goes. That's what it boils down to. You know, is my current opinion of this thing that I don't really understand correct? And underneath that, should I even be listening to you as you're talking to me right now? Or is this just like wasting my time? And am I, am I asking just, you know, one one side of the equation here? And I just, you know, I definitely can't trust you. And maybe it makes me lean the other way. So I think that that's the main, that's, it's helpful for me to talk through this as, you know, you probably get sick of me saying that every time, but talking through this sort of thing helps me so much figure out how I think about things. And I think this is really clarifying in my own mind, what I think about these conversations, because I don't want them to come away thinking I, that they can't trust me because I, they totally can trust me. I'm not going to like, you know, give them false information. And I also don't want them to feel like they have the wrong opinion of something. Whatever their opinion is, is correct because it's their opinion. My job isn't to change your opinion. I don't have a job. But when you interact with me, you're only going to get what I think about it. But I'm not going to talk your ear off and I'm not going to tell you all this information when it's not your question. If you ask me, well, why do you not get the stuff at the smoke shop? Why do you get it at those companies? Like, what's the difference? It's still Kratom. Then I tell you, well, this company does all this testing to make sure that it's just the normal plant and there's nothing bad in it and that the, it hasn't been prepared, you know, in an improper and dangerous way. And I don't know that about the other companies. And that's a pretty easy, simple answer. But if they don't ask about it, I'm not going to say that. They didn't ask. That's not their question. So I think that getting into that sort of stuff without being asked about it Unless it makes sense, I'm sure there are situations where it does, but it's like, unless it really makes sense to get into that naturally in the conversation flow, I think that's where it starts to turn bad, where it's like you're condescending almost or not. You're not it's not that you're condescending because you're not. It's just like you don't need to get into things that aren't in this person's mind in, because like that's introducing more things. And if they don't know much about Kratom, that's just something that can be a bit down the road unless they're curious now, you know? And it, because like, it's not that they can't handle it. I'm not saying that that's condescending, but what I'm saying is they, they're asking a question that's not there at the moment. It's somewhere else. It's more basic and fundamental. And I think that it's unsaid in a lot of ways. And so wrapping all this up together, it's, it's just, I guess the strategy of my, it's my own strategy and I'm not recommending anyone do anything in particular here, but in my opinion, through my experience and what I find helps me in these conversations, my strategy is short sentences, only answering their questions, not going off, but also, you know, leaving it open. Like, 
ending my sentence with something that's like, there's more here. If you want to know more, there's more here, but I'm not going to like throw it at you. And that I think is an unsaid, subtle way of coming across as on your side. The person who's asking, I'm on your side here because there is no side. So we're all on the same side here. And that takes away a barrier. It makes the conversation not like not trying to come away with I said the right points today or I said more points or I taught them something or this other person thinking they really had an agenda here, you know, or they're not caring about it. Um, yeah, recognizing a lot of things, but but only if they're asking. So I don't know. Um, and at the end of the day, the whole like the bigger conversations and questions, I love having those too. I have to say, I mean, all this aside, I really do love talking to people when they're really ready to get into it, really down and and into the deep stuff that is Kratom conversations. Like, what's the difference between Kratom and coffee? Why is it that people are drinking coffee and being caffeinated all the time? They're all cracked out and, and on caffeine and it's like that's normal like i can't drink this tea you know like like i love those conversations <laughs> so don't get me wrong but it's like a eh, time and a place and um but also totally everybody's on caffeine <laughs> all right i'm gonna leave it there i don't know i, I know i'm talking your guys's ears off right now but that's kind of my approach to conversations i know it doesn't always go that way Sometimes it's like, it's not going to go that way. People are confronting you. And hey, you you have a right to confront them back, in my opinion, um, if they're, if they're going to come at you that way. But I think that the from, from what I've found works, the best thing to do is almost like just going the way that the conversation goes, flow with it, and, and you know, <laughs> let, let the conversation take care of itself. No stress on you. You're just living your life. They're the ones who are trying to figure stuff out, you know, and that's fine. But so is, and it's fine that you're just living your life. (laughs) All right. I'm going to end here really now. Have a great rest of your day, folks. Be back tomorrow. And thanks so much for listening. Take it easy. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.